The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. If you shoot for the moon, you get the stars and our next guest thrown in. She's the lunar luminary who's here to sprinkle some stardust over your breakfast. To celebrate the final new moon of the year, please welcome the moon mentor we love to the moon and back. It's Kirsty Gallagher. Good morning, Kirsty. Oh, your introductions get better. Kirsty is in the house. How are you doing? Uh, uh, really good. So good. Now, you're in our house, but you're in a different lunar lodge. I am. Tell us about your lunar I'm lodge. I'm in a new lunar lodge um, that came about again as if by magic. It just feels like Marla wants me at the moment. It feels like I'm meant to be there. <laughs> Everywhere at the wants you, I know. Kirsty. Oh, it's gorgeous. I mean, like you know, the nature every day. I mean, I know we call the last ones the crying woods. But there's a few more crying woods now every day. Yeah, they're not actually known as the crying woods locally. They are, but whenever <laughs> Kirsty and I go there, we've never been together. We could have a, a joint we cry, could. but I, you just you just moved to tears. Honestly, I went out, I think it was the day before yesterday. I shared it on my socials. There was a moment where for about a minute, there was literally rainbow clouds and this light. It was like a portal to another universe opened. I it went for just... a run yesterday on the trails, you know, that lead mm. up to the woods. And it started raining whilst I was in the forest. <sighs> And, the, and I didn't. Th- I heard it before I felt it. Oh. It was just yeah, isn't magical. It? It's isn't like it? yeah, rain, rain as much as you want, right down on yeah. me. And then yeah. my feet started to disappear in the, yes. in the mud, and it was like you yes. were so at one with nature. And the the harder it became, the more energy that mm. I was gifted. It was just like yes, yes. so primal. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so you're staying in Marlowe. You're going to give it a year. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to gift Marlowe a year of your I presence am. and see how it goes. I, I love that phrase. A lot of people overestimate what they can do in a week, but they underestimate what they can do in a year. Absolutely. Do you have a little in, an intention for your year in Marlowe? No, I think just be really, really open to the reason I'm there and what wants to come to me and it's so true you say that I, I used this when I used to teach yoga and people would have these big poses they wanted like they'd want to do a handstand or a headstand and they'd miss all the in-between moments that I'd see week on week on week of suddenly being able to do something they couldn't do the week before and all they'd focus on is that big elusive thing and I'd be like but you're missing all that little magic in between oh, yeah I, oh. I, I miss all the magic <laughs> I'm all about, can you do a headstand? Yes, I can do a headstand. What's next? (laughs) But the more I do yoga, the more I learn to appreciate the journey rather than the destination. That's the thing, isn't it? It's the scaffolding, isn't it? Enjoy Mm. enjoy erecting the scaffolding because it's it's the scaffolding that gives you the strength or allows the strength to grow safely within its support. And then when the... When, when whatever it is has, has, has finally come to, to be, then all the scaffolding falls off and mm. there you're left with this magnificent creation, which is a, a, a testament to your step-by-step, moment-by-moment, compound effort yes. because the work works. Yeah, exactly. And it's the journey it took to get there. There's a beautiful saying that if you can do the most advanced yoga pose with no awareness... That's like basic yoga. But if you can do the simplest child's pose with full presence of your breath. You're winning. And the parts of your body in contact with the mat, 
That's yoga. That's, that's yo- that's, yoga. That's, that's yoga. That's yoga. That's what I'm going to learn one <laughs> yeah. day. But you, you do put all the work in, don't you? But you, you're often sort of hijacked by your destination. Do you know, I have been, I've been doing yoga for a few years now, like four or five years, and it, it took me some years to have appreciation of, you know, not force it. Mm. Don't like, come on, muscle up on a headstand rather yeah. than just go through like each of the eight steps and then just appreciate what the pose is doing for you. The pose of surrender. You know, I just I'm sort of getting it. I'm, I'm a long way from getting it, but I appreciate where I am yeah, on the road you, to getting it. At least you're it. on the on the on mm. the road, on yeah, the path. You're yeah. on the map. And that thing, Wu Wei, not forcing. Mm. Exactly. Because it's all there, isn't it, for us? Always. And it's in those moments I had that. I had had a nemesis pose when I was doing my teacher training in India. And everyone would just fall effortlessly into it. And I struggle and struggle and struggle. So there was one morning, I'd light a candle every morning. It's all you've got time to do when you're up at like 3.30. And I thought to myself, do you know what, for today, it doesn't matter. Because I'd started to realise nine poses before I was already stressed. I was already thinking about it. And that first day I surrendered is the day I did it. What was the pose? It was a wide leg forward fold, a seated wide leg forward fold, but everyone else would like fall off, listen to the floor, foreheads on the floor, and I'd be somewhere like rounded <laughs> back here. And it's in that one day, because I, I realised my body nine poses before was like, <gasps> and everything was tensing. As soon as I let go. It's so funny, isn't it? Because we're talking about, last week we talking about position. So if, if you're in a good position, you can look like a genius, even if you're not. Mm. And if you're a genius in the wrong position, you can look like an idiot. But positions, postures, you know, the first beginnings of the child's pose, you build it for, literally from the ground up. Yep. And Vicar Dave was around, you know, Dave. Yeah. Vicar Dave was around on Saturday and we were chatting about things. And he was talking about decisions. And he was saying, really, this, this for me was a big deal, big deal. He says, really, there shouldn't be any decisions. And I'm like, what? And he's like, no, because if you're in the right position, not that we always are, so we have to make decisions. Mm. He's not like, you know, pouring cold water on the fact we have to make decisions. He said, but the more sussed and sorted you are, the better position you're in. And if you're in a good position, it's not a decision, it's an inevitability. Because you're already there. Because you're already there. And so you don't have to make the decision. It's not what do I do next in the situation? Do I turn left? Do I turn right? Is it black? Is it white? Is it right? Is it wrong? It's, oh, well, clearly, it's like holding the door open for someone. Mm. It's quite clear they're going into this door, so you just hold the door open for them. So it's not a decision. It's an inevitability. You you sort of have to, you don't have to make... You have to declare the decision, but the decision's already been made because it's part of the flow. Mm. Isn't that great? Isn't it? How good is Dave? He's so wise. <laughs> I love that. He's... Oh, he had three shows at the church yesterday. They call them communions and services. But for me, he had three shows. He had a matinee. <laughs> right, come on, Kirsty. What do you have to tell us as far as Mother Moon is concerned? Oh, we have got such a beautiful day tomorrow. So we've got the final new moon of 2023. But it's a moon in Sagittarius. So this moon now is, is literally about envisioning the future. It's about... About what do we want for 2024 and the energy of Sagittarius brings hope and optimism and expansion so tomorrow is a day to dream and to really dream big there is a little but here but 
if we look at nature all around us now, nature's in hibernation, right? Nature's, everything's withdrawn in. And this is the time of year that we most push against nature, right. where we kind of should be hibernating and resting, and instead the and whole world that. is clamouring for our attention and there's big lights and noise. So what this moon is asking us is that it's not necessarily a moon for doing, it's a moon for going in, visualising, dreaming, looking at the bigger picture. If anything were possible for me, what would I want next year? If there were no limitations, what would I want next year? If I really believed in myself, what could be possible for me next year? And then just like nature's doing now, it looks like nothing's happening in nature, but beneath the surface, there's huge root systems that are gathering the nourishment and the nutrients and everything nature needs to be able to grow in spring. So this moon now is about being in that quiet and thinking, if I want to be able to make that happen for me next year, what do I need to be gathering now? How do I need to be resting? Do I need more knowledge, more information to study something, to gain a bit more self-trust, a bit more self-belief? Like, what do I need to gather now in this quiet in more time so that I can make everything thing I can visualize and just last thing that's saying if you can see it and believe it you can achieve it so I honestly believe that every dream within you is within you because you're the only person that could bring it to life so if you couldn't visualize something that's not your dream but if you can really visualize something you kind of owe it to the world to do everything you can do to make that seed that vision within you to nurture it nourish it give it life so it can grow next year Excuse me, so. round of applause for the control room. <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. Mm. Come on, Kirsty. <laughs> so good, Kirsty. So everyone's got to visualise and oh. dream and dream big tomorrow and then imagine what world we can create next year. Imagine that. Yeah. And so you're wandering out into the woods of your own wisdom mm -hmm. and you're gathering stuff. Yes. Yeah. You're collecting a bit of you're wood gathering. or whatever you need, a bit of tinder, mm -hmm. whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. Just have a little look around and, and start to gather what you think you might need or you yes. feel you might need. Exactly. You might need not need all of it. But mm. you know, above all else you'll be practicing this preparation yes. practice. Yes. Won't you? That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Practice Getting ready. Getting ready. Giving yourself a, time and space. Of course. And if there's a part of you that doubts and goes, oh, that couldn't happen for me, notice as well when you dream a big dream, where's the first place your mind goes to? Oh, that would never happen for me. Oh, I could never do that. Let's flip that to, oh, scares me a bit, but could that be possible? Yeah. And if it were possible, like what could it look like and what could I do? Let's start to just flip that around so that we then imagine the possibilities. It's interesting you talk about that visceral movement inside because if it isn't fear and it's nervous excitement, mm -hmm. that can refer, it can arc all the way back to when you're five, six or seven and you were just moved by things you're naturally meant to be exactly. involved in. And then as you go to school... Teachers say, how about this? How about that? Which is fine. Parents say more and more. How about this? How about mm -hmm. that? Which is fine. Then your peer groups in puberty say, how about this? How about that? That's fine. And it all compounds and gradually gets you further and further away from your true nature. Yeah. And then when you have feelings like you're just describing, that's that's not the past. It's different because it's still in the present. Mm -hmm. So it's not your past coming back to hijack here. It's your deep inner present presence saying, I'm still I'm here. still here. Mm -hmm. Your true nature is still here. There we go. And that's what we're going to be able to access under tomorrow's new moon. The, the Sagittarius moon brings that little inner flicker of light, like your little glimpse. soul's light, that little glimpse of like what, who you came here to be and all that was possible for you when you came here to Earth oh with all those dreams we had as kids. So good. Mm. Wow.
The woods yeah. in Marlow have a lot to answer they for, but it's do. only good stuff, isn't they it? They do. So there's Marlow, Little Marlow, Marlow Bottom. There's yep. also Great Marlow. Is there really? There's all the Marlows. How have I not been to Great Marlow? Um, I think that might just be the school. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so oh. funny because Great Marlow School is in between Marlow, Little Marlow and Marlow Bottom. They went, hang on, we're missing a great here. Why don't yeah, we be just... that? That's so cool. Yeah. Um, what else is going on with you between now and the holidays? I'm going to I'm gonna practice what I'm really preaching. I'm going to take a lot of rest. Good for you. Also, can we just briefly mention Mercury Retrograde tomorrow just to give like public well, service all, before announcement? Before we do that, can you just give your URL out and your Instagram so people, because people love love you who follow you but there's Thank more people you. who could love you if they knew where you were yep Kirsty Gallagher Kirsty Gallagher Instagram Kirsty Gallagher website Kirsty Gallagher everywhere that's it no that's underscore it. nothing well there is a, there is an underscore you can normally find it I think it's Kirsty underscore Gallagher underscore because there are the Kirsty Gallagher's around there are there uh, are. none of them bad no all good, but other, just different she's a very good friend of mine who's other Kirsty Gallagher so we get I got invited to Wimbledon once <laughs> And it got all the way to the very end before I was like, I'm not the one that you want. And my brother's called Liam Gallagher. No! Yes! That's hilarious, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. All uh, right, so um, go on, please. Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Yep. Everyone goes on about Mercury retrograde, doom and gloom. It happens on Wednesday. Mercury retrograde is... Mercury is a planet of communication, of travel, of transport, of information. So when Mercury retrogrades, we can expect tech to go a bit wrong. Travel goes a little bit wrong. Communication can go a little bit wrong. But what Mercury offers us, especially at this time of year, is a chance to slow down. That's what it's doing, isn't it? To slow down. It's all the re's, reflect, review, revise, reconsider... So Mercury retrograding just hours after this moon is again saying to us, let's look back over the year so far and let's gather our wisdom. What did you learn? How did you grow? What worked? What didn't? What did you say you were going to do and then didn't? And why? Because you got scared because the conditioning came in. The little voice told you you couldn't. They told you you couldn't. Why? And so in doing this, Mercury is going to give us that beautiful opportunity to review the year gone by and then alchemize that into wisdom to be able to see how we want to do things differently next year. So just a little like PSA, just think before you speak in Mercury retrograde. Don't slow feel down. You have to speak. Don't feel you have to. And slow down. So if you have to travel somewhere, give yourself a bit of extra time, especially at this time of yeah. year. Don't be rushing. I often talk about London. I was not living here coming on the tube today. I always use it as an analogy that you see the people on the platform, right? That they come running on the platform and the train's just left and it's like, oh my God, like the worst thing in the world's happened. The train's gone. And you're like, there's one coming in one minute. Like there's another tube in a minute, yeah. but it's the end of the world because they're rushing, it's a story rushing, they're rushing. Themselves. Yeah. So Mercury Retrograde says, you weren't meant to get on that tube. Yeah. Sit down, take a deep breath, have a moment, be calm. So enjoy the journey. Again, Mercury Retrograde is saying, don't rush to the destination. Take your time. Look out of the window. Enjoy the journey. So use Mercury Retrograde with this moon to because your dreams will elude you if you're too busy to grab them. I'll go find someone else. Yeah. And the glitches you're talking about in tech and communication and travel are handbrakes. Yes. Do you need to be on Instagram right now? Do you, yeah. The last two times Mercury's been in retrograde, Instagram's gone down. <laughs> it's been really quiet. It's been really like we're all like Mercury. But it's same with Oppenheimer. Yeah. You know, it's like <clears throat> the power within those atoms. It's that's, you know, yeah. that's 
we know that's the case because we're of... made of stardust. Oh, jeez. Literally. Denise says, "Morning, Chris and the Tinsel team. What a gorgeous chat with Kirsty, and I love what she said that if you can't visualize it, then it's not for you yet." Fab and insightful as always. So much to look forward to. Thank you, Kirsty. Yeah, the Wu Wei, which is not forcing. So you can you can practice visualization, but if it's if it's proving difficult, then it's not for you. Mm. If you practice it a lot, then you things come into your visualization compartment fully formed. Mm -hmm. If you have to, if you try and visualize something, it comes pretty quickly, then it's for you. Yes. But if it gets hard and you have to close your eyes and furrow your brow like I'm doing now, it's mm -hmm. not for you. Yeah. It's just not for you. Well, again, we're trying to force. I often, it really makes me laugh that I have to really check myself sometimes that little human me thinks I know better than the entire universe. Yeah. So the entire universe is like, I've got this for you. And little that, human me is like, but I want this. And the universe is like, but if you just let go of that, we've got all of this for yep. you. So I've really got to check little human me sometimes because human me wants it to be this way yeah. and only this way. Yeah. It's, it's, and, like, it's like being given a, a day pass on towers and, and, you know, there's all the rides you can go on for free all day and you go, no, because I'll make my own fun in the car park. <laughs> no, great. Good for you. Uh, we're all going to go and do this because it's already been built. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. The universe has already got it's it all, all figured there. out when we surrender to it. Every morning we wake up and we're on our spaceship, 67,000 miles an hour. At this moment, we are hurtling through space. And yet we think we can build better spaceships. Mm. We were born on the greatest one. I mean, it's fun to build the other ones. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. But that's all but, it is. It's just, mm. it's a bit of fun. Kirsty, you're the best. Thank you you're so the best. much. Thank you. What are you doing for the rest of the day? Thank you, thank you. I've got some. I'm going to do a Mercury retrograde survival guide live on Instagram tonight. If anyone wants well. to come to tell us all about how to navigate this Mercury retrograde and how we can get through it, because I I just really want to teach people as well. It's tongue in cheek. So this is live tonight on Instagram. Live tonight, but it's tongue in cheek at the moment. It's like blame Mercury and oh my god, but I I don't want people to fear it. I want them to really see yeah. it as this golden opportunity to gain so much inner wisdom. So, so live on Instagram tonight. One more time. What is it? A Mercury retrograde survival guide live. I don't know on BBC One, but beat that. <laughs> That's great, Kirsty. Maybe we'll get it on BBC One. You don't one need day. it on BBC. It's, it's cool on Instagram. <laughs> you leave it there. True. Right, it's nine minutes past nine. That's Kirsty Gallagher. Check her out on social. She's all over socials. People love her. Get some Kirsty in your life, and you get more light and stardust in your life. It's as simple as that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Love the 80s? <laughs> Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Love Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio.
80s plus. All right, we have something very special now. Fast, let's give it all the beans, please, as if you weren't going to anyway. He's the Lions Collective Barber who can condition your mind as well as your hair. And he's the listener and friend of the show who's made the 200-mile trip to see us for a very special reason. Together, they're going to beard, sheared, disappeared to raise money for my black dog. So please welcome Tom Chaplin and Mark from Scarbados. Good morning, Tom. Should we go Chaplin or Chapman? Chapman, I'd prefer, yeah. It's up to you. Tom Chaplin's from the band Keen. I think that you want... Did I Chaplin you? Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's... I wrote Chapman. See, see what I'm saying? People haven't got me having sorry, a go at him. Tom, but it's You really can't get the staff. And believe, I'm not sure we've even tried, to be honest. Tom Chapman's from the band Keen, you know? I know, and I know Tom. We've been on a stage together. Imagine if you More didn't than know you, Tom. <laughs> Please welcome Bob Chapstown. How are you, Tom? Yeah, I'm very good, thank What's you. What's going on with Barber's Collective? Come on. Uh, we're doing loads of stuff. We're really, really ramping up the really ramping up the uh, the pop up barber shops. We've been to loads of great places. Uh, Red Bull racing the other day. I see you're wearing the hat, and it was just amazing to get in that and uh, trying to get the training into more uh, schools and colleges, preparing the next generation of hairdressers and barbers to have these safe conversations around mental health. Because that's what you do. Just give us a, a little bit more on that. Yeah, okay. So uh, Lions Barber Collective is a mental health charity. Basically, our mission is to create non-clinical, non-judgmental safe spaces where people feel comfortable to talk about their mental health and then signpost them to support and information like My Black Dog. Yeah, come on. That's so cool. Well done, mate. I know you say it a lot, but it's always worth giving it more oxygen. The LionsBarberCollective.com that's the one. is where you need to go. How did you find Red Bull? Oh, it was amazing. Incredible. Incredible. The uh, Just uh, like we said a minute ago off air, the just... The warehouse, a shelving unit, I was expecting bits and pieces of cars, boxes of stuff, and it was actually just F1 cars on shelves. I know. It's crazy, eh? they got so many of them. It's <laughs> like when you had too many Hot Wheels as a kid. Yeah, yeah. It's where do you put them, but they're for real. They were like 25 million quid each, these cars. Oh, God, not another two. <laughs> um, it's great to see you again, man. Always good to see okay, you, Okay, great, great, great. And here's the man of the moment. It is Mark from Scarbados, everybody! Yay! Hello, Mark! You, you got the Scarbados right for me, for my son. Yeah, of course fine. I did. Of course, absolutely. Um, hello, how are you? Very well, thank you so much. Um, so you were here last night. You came down to London yesterday and you treated yourself to a trip to the Lightroom. I did. Well, actually, I treated my wife to a trip to the Lightroom. It was right. a Homer gift. I don't know if you remember Homer bought a, yeah. a bowling ball with Homer written on it for his wife. It was yeah. a bit like that. Same so, kind of thing. Yeah. But no, it was amazing. It, it was a wonderfully immersive experience and... I think the sort of future of entertainment, it was marvellous. Really, really good. So this is the Moonwalkers. This yeah. is the Tom Hanks thing. Yeah. Um, he told us about it from, from you know, his point of view. He's the author of it, the engineer, the architect, the arbiter, all this kind of stuff. What? How did you find it as as a as an audience member? I'm a normal when it comes to moon stuff. You know, I, I, I'm a scientist, but I, I've got no particular interest in it. So I didn't go in as, like, a, you know, a massive fan, but it was nearly tear-jerking, you know, I say nearly but you know i could see it was fabulous it was really really insightful into the whole project and how big it is or has been and perhaps what the future holds good for you mm. all right so why are you here today i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> no I, i'm here um to shave my beard off um i'm a volunteer for my black dog uh my we offer mental health support to people through chat, a peer-to-peer -peer chat system online. Um, and we benefit from CarFest. So I I've got to say something, Chris, because I know you don't like praise and I know you're awkward about it, but I'm going to give you it whether you like it or not. I was thinking about CarFest and the people who buy tickets for CarFest 
buy smiles. Okay, so you, you buy a ticket, you buy lots of smiles. And those smiles logarithmically pass on smiles. So one person buys a ticket for a weekend of smiles and you won't find a better value ticket i'm not i'm not i haven't been primed for this you'll confirm that i haven't been primed for this you won't buy it you you said on the on the friday morning when i listened to the show on, on carfest it's big and everybody says when they get here it's much bigger than i thought well if you imagine it's big it's bigger than that but what you're now thinking about it being bigger than that it's actually bigger than that yeah. it's massive you cannot do everything in in the days that it's available those smiles that you create for the people, you're responsible for this, Chris. Yeah, I don't know if you ever look at it and think, I'm responsible for this, but you are, and you change lives as a result of that. Every person who buys a ticket changes numerous people's lives for the better. Children, adults, families, it's wonderful, and you will just not get a better weekend. If you get fed up of my black dog, you can definitely come and work for Carfest. Yeah. I know your signs are very busy. <laughs> uh, round of applause for that. That's great. What a sell. What a sell. Control round of applause. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. I mean it. I, I know, mean it. I know. I can tell you mean it. I really appreciate it. Um, when you say to me, I don't know if you can ever believe, you know, over the weekend that you're responsible for all this. The way I think about that is this week when we're booking stuff this week and we're trying to get more people to give us money, that's when I'm like, I can't believe I'm in charge of this. <laughs> it's the opposite, but I can't wait for the, next the year. The other thing about Carfest is, if you've never been, you generally walk round yeah. and you do bump into Lee Mack and you do bump into... You should be more careful. Susie Izzard. Yeah, yeah. And you do... Well, you, you bump into you probably twice at the same yeah, time because you're everywhere. Yeah. But, you know, you really bump into these people and you don't just walk past them. They'll sit and chat with you and, and have an amazing time. You know, I, I had the queerest weekend this year, <laughs> but it was fabulous. And I've got to give a shout out to Joe and Alice. I met Joe and Alice and we spent quite a lot of time together on the Sunday. Yeah, what yeah. a superb pair of hum humans they I are. Yeah, I know, unbelievable. Um, so Mark is here representing My Black Dog, just giving Mark My Black Dog, if you want to support him, My Black Dog, a mental health charity, often championed by our very own Eddie Temple Morris. That's how it came onto my radar, and now they benefit from the support of Carfest. And Mark got involved with them via this show. And then Tom Chapman is here to shave his beard. Tom, who is the founder of the lionsbarbercollective.com, another mental health charity. So uh, men get into chat about things, uh, not face to face, but sort of shoulder to shoulder uh, via a chat with a qualified um, barber who has been trained in giving people a good listen for all the right reasons. That's about right, isn't it, Tom? That's about right. Perfect. Okay. Uh, give us some. Beard shaving hacks, please. I don't want to push the word hack. hack. <laughs> when Mark's chin is uh, about to maybe become in peril here. Well, this is the first beard trim I've ever done. So, no way. Yeah, because yeah, yours is really long, so you're too scared to shave your own. No, honestly, it's, I, I would, the advice I would give would go and see a professional because if it goes wrong, I've seen so many guys come to me who have messed it up and they're devastated with it yeah so if it goes wrong you can't put it back on it seems to take forever to grow <laughs> when, when when you're waiting for it but it's it grows very quickly when you need a trim but it's you know it's uh, yeah definitely see a professional 100%. see mark this is why we got a professional to do it yeah 
You all right with that? Yeah, I hope it doesn't go wrong. Okay. Um, and this is, you know, I see because there's lots of great barbers around here, around yeah. where we are in Borough Market. And often, you you know, you, you, you'll you run or cycle past them. You've got the big plate glass window so you can see, oh, they, they, you know, they're their own show, they're their own advert, a living advert. And you see guys who are having their beards sorted out and they look, they're in for a full kind of treatment, aren't they? So is it steaming and how does it all yeah. work? Well, I think it's um, basically the hot water will steam. That softens the hair and follicles, gets it to sit better and then you can dry it off and so it's sitting perfectly but it's a bit, it's a bit more like sculpting than hair cutting it's right. a bit like hedge trimming <laughs> topiary <laughs> topiary yeah that's it yeah topiary it's more like that and i think it's about using at home using a good product good beard oils because the skin underneath it produces so each hair follicle produces uh sebum uh, from the sebaceous gland and that right. helps that's a natural oil it's good beard chat but <laughs> if you use it you need to get a good good quality beard oil help keep the skin underneath it Nice and fresh. Your beard, I mean, your beard is your advert in many ways. Yeah, it's very shiny, isn't it? Yours is really nicely done. Was that, have you, did you give it a little trim last night, especially for today? I did, actually. I did. All my haircuts and beard trims are done in hotel bathrooms by myself. Because <laughs> you're always on the move. Always on the move, always on the move. Can I just say something about my black dog before we carry on? Sure. I'm gonna say, we met at Carfest and it was amazing because we were right next to each other a couple of years ago. We saw each other this year and my black dog actually support our volunteers as well, which is amazing because, wow. you know, as a therapist, you have to have a therapist. As a Samaritan, you have to offload before you finish your shift. But as hairdressers and barbers, who looks after us? So my black dog are amazing, amazing charity because they offer to support our volunteers and be there. Oh, Wow, what's not to like about the love in this particular room at the moment? <laughs> right, Mark, tell us about the story of your beard, what it represents, because it's really important. Okay, um, I, I've suffered with depression all my life. Um, it's managed and it's under control, but sometimes it, it goes out of control occasionally. Um, in my early 20s, I had quite a major jaw operation, both bottom and top jaws. I had broken, removed, repinned. Sorry if you're having your breakfast. Um, and when I looked in the mirror after the operation, it took like a year for the swelling to go. It wasn't me looking back at me. Um, and it, it isn't me when I don't have a beard. So people think a great big beard like this is like a, a show and a brave thing to walk down the street with. For me, walking down the street without a beard is like being naked, you know. And the, the, the reason that matters is for me to do something for my black dog, it had to be something that made it life difficult for my mental health for me because that is such a minor thing by comparison to the problems that people really have the people walking down the street everywhere you go you know there are millions and millions of people in this country suffering with mental health who don't seek help or don't feel comfortable going to their doctors so they'll go to someone like my black dog they'll get anonymous support and help and advice and for me just to make myself vulnerable for a week or two until it grows back. I'll be, you know, putting horse manure on my face just to try and get it grow <laughs> as quickly as possible. But um, yeah, for me, just to do that, it's the least I can do to raise awareness for this spectacular charity um, and to try and encourage people to, you know, to try and help us to raise funds for the charity and keep it going. You don't have to have it all shaved off if you do. If, I mean, you don't do. need to do that. That's you want to do that. I've, I've grown it. I, I told Nikki, the, the founder of My Black Dog, um, that. After Carfest 2022, I will grow my beard for a year with a view to shaving it off at Carfest 2023 um, in order to raise money for my black dog. And the more I thought about it, the more important it was 
to be make myself vulnerable for the charity because it's not a big thing. It's a big thing for me, but in the grand scheme of things, it's a minor thing. So you're going to be okay? It's vastly important and I will be okay, yeah. Aww. Tom, where are you going to start? Thank you. <laughs> I'd probably give him like different stages, different moustaches and go all the way down. Yeah, yeah. How long is it going to take? It won't take long. I can get rid of it pretty quickly. It's just one moustache we it's... mustn't do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chaplain one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. one. That's funny, isn't it? The different states is a funny you can play with it. At any point you might say, stop! <laughs> I want to get off! I'm like Ebenezer Scrooge. But you could have a cracking moustache, couldn't you? Yeah, do it. Let's do it. All right, okay. Oh. All right, play away, my okay, friend. Okay, let's do this. Let's do it. It's nearly done. I thought, like, have we left it too late? Mark, how are you feeling? All right, cool. You look great. You look very ZZ Top at the moment. This is the ZZ Top phase. <laughs> this is the, uh, the what's the, what was the American uh, blue coat called? Oh, what was he called? Can't remember the military guy. I don't know, you've lost us all there. But anyway, yeah, uh, right, good. <laughs> what did your friends say about what was going on with you? Um, when I got to £960, my most wonderful friend asked me if uh, that's how many chins will be revealed when my beard's well, We're shaved. about to find out. <laughs> Pretty swift work from Tom, by the way. This is less than three minutes. It's nearly done. Eddie Temple Morris is here, Mr. My Black Dog himself. Eddie, hi. Uh, I'm just so heartwarmed that this is happening because this, this has all happened because of Carfest. And what a sell, by the way, earlier on. Yeah. We, you know, it's like, you know, you, the checks and the post. No, that was pure heart yeah. going on there. And somebody means and, it. And this is a lovely reunion because I, I, I see these guys at Carfest. Mark's always volunteering. Tom, I'm doing, I do mental health chats with. And I love, I love that man so much. I'm so glad he's here to do it. Tom, thank you for doing this. No problem. My pleasure. Okay. Absolute pleasure. How, how, how far do you think we have to go? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very WG Grace, Vassos. Yeah. Yes? Or 1970s porn star. 1970s porn star. Oh, the guy who did um, Super Size Me. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, him. What's his name again? Morgan Sportlick. Yes. Sportling Morglick. What's his name again? That's I love perfect, him. That is. It's very good. It's very impressive. This is anybody who's part of what's the beer the beer club called the Real Ale Society. Uh, yeah, yeah. You like yeah. the the chairman of many Real Ale societies. Very good. Could leave it at that, you know. Oh, also yeah. very um, Merv the Swerve. Oh yeah, Merv Hughes. Merv yeah. Hughes. Oh, <laughs> what do you think? No, no, no. no it's all going to come off. Oh. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> I wish I could grow that. Yeah. I'd buy that off you now. <laughs> You can do it, we believe in you. No, no okay, chance. I know <laughs> oh, you got half and half. You don't want to be going for that. Oh, no, you're, it's going from 70s porn star to Tom Selleck from Magnum. Yeah, very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We should have, we should have had many moustache references <laughs> ready for this. Yeah, some moustache wax. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the last of it. Here we go. The last of it coming off. It's like in the Marx Brothers when he's doing the, it's just taking one more snoop off the moustache and then he has to do the other side to, to even it out. <laughs> just one more snoop. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. How come you, how have you seen the Marx Brothers films but you haven't seen Lawrence of Arabia? They're absolute classics, the Marx Brothers. And Lawrence I mean, of Arabia isn't. A Night at the Opera, Duck Soup. Yeah. I mean, they're so funny. Mm. Okay. Maybe there? Yeah. yeah. Last little bit. And three, two, what do you think, Tom? Yeah, basically there. Three, two, one. Yeah! Woo! Oh, it's done. All right, Mark, how'd you feel? 
I can't see it yet, so I didn't, I'm perfectly happy. You 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 come across as such a happy bloke anyway, such a smiley, sunny disposition happy bloke anyway. But now we can see more of your yeah. smile. Yeah. Ooh, looking good, my friend. I'm going to see Mark Wogan after this. I don't think he'll let us in because he won't recognise me. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, that's a bit of an issue. But well done, mate. So how much have you raised so far? Uh, at the last look, I think it was £1,680. Oh, All wow. right, just giving Mark my black dog. Shave by Tom Chapman, live here at the top of the tower from the LionsBarberCollective.com. Let's hear it for Tom. Let's hear it Mark. Come on, guys. Oh my goodness me! So we now have the golden trimmer out. Is this a transition to which stage? We're just literally lining up, making sure he doesn't look, you know, all the edges. Wonky, nice can't be wonky. Yeah, he's got to look gorgeous. He's going out for uh, going out for lunch. Yeah, there's Wonka, but we don't want Wonky, do we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Very look. handsome under that beard. You are a very yeah. handsome man. <laughs> you look great, man. Seriously, you really look cool, yeah. man. I'm loving the love. But... How, how do you feel? At the moment, I haven't seen it, so I'm fine. No, but how do you feel? <laughs> Fresh. Nervous, um, yeah, fresh, cold. All right, cold. Okay. It is cold in here. It's cold. cold in here. Um, Tom, thanks so much. No problem. My all pleasure, right. as always. Um, the lionsbarbercollective.com. Jump online, find out all about the men's mental health. Justgiving.com slash page slash Mark Grimes. Big beard shave. Go there and my black dog generally uh, for other good stuff as well. So you um, very successfully introduced Tom Chapman from the Lions Barber Collective <laughs> as Tom Chaplin from Keane. Yes, I did. Sorry well, how ironic, him. because Eddie Temple Morris has... Actually, I'm not making this up. He does have Tom Chaplin on the show at half 12 today. <laughs> if you want to stick <laughs> around and introduce him as Tom Chapman, yes. it'll be one all, and we'll be looking for a decider later on. <laughs> Perfect. All right, thank you very much indeed. Sinead, have a lovely week. Yes, I'll see you next week. Uh, back uh, next Monday? All next week. All next week. Yeah. Good, excellent. All right, have a great Monday, everyone. On the show tomorrow, I've lost my guest list, but there's uh, loads of great guests, great guests coming up. There you uh, go. Thank you very much indeed. Here we go. Kevin Bridges on the show tomorrow. James Nesbitt on the show tomorrow. Jack Savaretti and Catherine Jenkins singing live for us on Wednesday. Rob Brydon on Thursday. Chris McCausland on Friday. Have a great Monday, everyone. Ta-da! <laughs>